A reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus. In a shaken sieve, the rubbish is left behind. So too, the defects of a man appear in his talk. The kiln tests the work, tests the work of the potter. The test of a man is in, your, in his conversation. The orchard where the tree grows is judged on the quality of its fruit. Similarly, a man's words betray what he feels. Do not praise a man before he has spoken, since this is the test of men. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When this perishable nature has put on imperishability, and when this mortal nature has put on immortality, then the words of Scripture will come true. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? Now the sting of death is sin, and sin gets its power from the law. So let us thank God for giving us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Never give, give in then my dear brothers, never admit defeat. 
keep on working at the Lord's work always, knowing that in the Lord you cannot be laboring in vain. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told a parable to his disciples. Can one blind man guide another? Surely both will fall into a pit. The disciple is not superior to his teacher. The fully trained disciple will always be like his teacher. 
Why do you observe the splinter in your brother's eye and never notice the plank in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the splinter that is in your eye when you cannot see the plank in your own? Hypocrite, take the plank out of your own eye first and then you will see clearly enough to take out the splinter that is in your brother's eye. There is no sound tree that produces rotten fruit, nor again a rotten tree that produces sound fruit. For every tree can be told by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorns, nor gather grapes from brambles. A good man draws what is good from the store of goodness in his heart. A bad man draws what is bad from the store of badness. For a man's words flow out of what fills his heart. The Gospel of the Lord. As we came in this morning to the Abbey, the monks sang the entry antiphon, and it is one of the most memorable and utterly beautiful pieces of introit liturgy that we have. And it states that the Lord is the protector of each one of you. You are his responsibility. He cares about you and you are valuable to him, not in a general sort of way, but individually. There are no groups with God in that sense. There is just a wonderful collection of unique creations, his creations. And he wishes to draw you this day out of the bondage to this world and its many attractions to a place of freedom. After death, that is paradise, our true home. But even now, he wishes to draw you into that place of freedom, which is his heart and the peace therein. The introit concludes with that beautiful passage, the Lord has saved me because in me he takes delight. Now, dare I say it, none of us most of the time anyway, think of us ourselves as being a delight to anybody in particular. We're there and occasionally people appreciate what we say and do. But the idea of being an absolute delight and to God is something we need to take with us this day. The Lord created each one of you for his delight. Before you existed in the womb, he knew you. The word no, of course, there in the biblical sense of creative love. And so you are his delight. And you have that wonderful gift of free will, which enables you 
to love and to be fully human. Alas, it is possible to misuse that free will in sin, the turning away from God to do our own will. We ask the Lord to guide us back to him and to his love. And if we have a fair amount under which we wish to draw a line, well, so be it. He is there to hold the ruler steady. If you think of yourselves, therefore, as having an intrinsic and absolute worth that has got nothing to do with how much money you have in the bank, how much power you have, or how much popular esteem is granted to you, please God, it is not a lot, you are nonetheless, even if the world counts you for nothing, you are special. After all, Christ died for you. Christ, God the Son, made man. As a consequence of this, we need at times to revise our outlook completely. It puts this world, this veil of tears, in perspective to remember that we are made for other things than this, greater by far indeed. You might say, well, what sort of greater things? Jesus said to you and to me in the Gospels, when I go, you will do things like I have done, indeed greater things, considering he fed the 5,000 and walked on the water and raised Lazarus, that gives your work something to consider, surely, if we're going to do things like that in God's help and in God's grace. We must agree to be, at least known to the angels, if not ourselves, persons of great achievements. And so today, when our eyes, perhaps, and our minds are concentrated on this world and its troubles, where the clouds of war we spoke of a few weeks ago have now arrived over us, let us remember that we are God's delight. He brings us even now to that place of freedom which is his heart. And that gift is not just for ourselves, but to be shared with others. Allow the Lord to reach out through you to those around you, and indeed even those far afield, for there are no distances in the order of grace. Furthermore, in the order of grace, there are no constraints to time. You can pray for people and situations that have long passed, as well, of course, for times, a bumpy ride perhaps, that lie ahead. In all this, be persons of trust. St. Paul, in that beautiful reading today, says to us, Dear brethren, do not admit defeat. Keep on working, and know that in the Lord you are not laboring in vain. Let us praise him.
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. O God, who provide gifts to be offered to your name and count our oblations as signs of our desire to serve you with devotion. We ask of your mercy that what you grant us as the source of merit may also help us to attain merit's reward. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. For through his pastoral mystery, he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works. For you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light, and so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, 
and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Saving passion of your Son, 
his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim, by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with blessed Mark Barkworth and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. <coughs> Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's commandment, formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and saved from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will. 
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Gospel of the Lord.